Hey, 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 it's Ty, the family made mom coming back to you. OMG, I have been gone for too long uh, for no reason. But today I wanted to talk to you about the pain of parenting. I will say that that's not why I took a little time off, but I will say that uh, when you think of the pain of parenting, sometimes people um, take that as if the pain of parenting means that I'm always hurting. But there's growing pains in parenting that I would like to talk about as well. Um, I look at pain as something that has become, hmm, it's become something we don't really want to touch on. It comes with so much emotion. For some, it comes with anxiety. For some, we look back at some things that we, at, at traumas that we've experienced. And it causes us to dig deep and look deep. And it's almost like we don't really want to talk about pain. But then I'm reminded of no pain, no gain. I'm also reminded of a uh, scripture in the Bible. And it talks about how we get to know Christ in the fellowship of his suffering. It's an opportunity. So if we could, let's just look at pain a different way for the sake of this podcast. Now, what you do with it is all the way up to you. But I will definitely say that I'm going to challenge you to look at pain as an opportunity. So when we look at the pain of parenting, um, one of the initial pains that I think of is when we're pregnant and, um, <laughs> you know, for those of us who um, have had the privilege of have, being able to carry a child, we understand that there are some times when the the kicking, the turning um, of that, the, the fetus in your stomach, it just, woo, it brings you to some places, you know, uh, especially when you're trying to lay down and you're trying to get you some good rest and here's this foot here and then you got to shift there and you got to turn around there and it just brings you into a uh, uncomfortable place. So that's the first point I'll think uh, talk about is the uncomfortability in parenthood. That uh, that discomfort sometimes can look like pain. It can feel like pain, but really it's just discomfort because what is happening is we're being tried, we're being tested, and we're being stretched. It simply does not feel good, addeth alleth. And those are my made up words. Don't judge me. And through that time of being tried, tested, and stretched, at times it's unbearable. At times you're like, I, I, just, I, I can't take this. You might not understand it initially. Sometimes, you know, when it's almost like, you know, if you get a cut, maybe you don't feel the cut immediately, but after a while it might start to sting a little bit. And you're like, uh, I don't even remember where I got that from, but yikes, that hurts a little bit. Sometimes the smallest cuts can be the biggest annoyances. Similar to the discomfort that you may feel in parenting. Get used to being uncomfortable as a parent. Get used to it because in parenting, it comes conversations that we have to have. There's lessons that we've got to teach. And even though there's, there's times, can I just be honest? I get so stinking tired. Like 
not like I want to give up. Well, there are times when you do want to give up. <laughs> Let me inject that in there. Be all the way real. But just like exhausted. Like how many times do I have to say this? Like how, how many different ways can we say the same thing? And which way can I bring it across that you really get it the first time? I bet that God, that's how God feels with us. Like, uh, ma'am, I said that 20 million times and you didn't get it. Okay, I got it now. So we look at the discomfort, similar to that of the baby growing, you know, and as the baby gets bigger or the time draws nearer, then there's more discomfort. There's the cramping, there's the Braxton Hicks and there's all these little things that bring us into another place of discomfort that looks like some points of pain. It's almost like there's different levels to the pain. It, it's, uh, you know, it's subtle at first and then it becomes a little bit accelerated and then it becomes tumultuous. Now, everybody's experience is, is totally different. I definitely won't generalize, but I'll I'll say that those are just some of the things that some of us may be able to relate to. Uh, I am still um, upset that I don't remember my water breaking. But uh, the second thing I'll look at in uh, the phases of parenting is the actual birthing process. The birthing process, depending on what you did, how you did it. For some of us, we may have... um, did an epidural. Some of us, we may have had a birth in water or, you know, for some of us, it was totally natural. Some of us, we had a C-section. That birthing process looks different for all of us. Um, me being a parent who has lost children in the middle of the process, um, I know it leaves some stings that sometimes I don't, I don't want to relive. But for the sake of remembering points where there was pain and discomfort. There were also opportunities for me to learn, opportunities for me to share, opportunities for me to help somebody else in the midst of that. There were even opportunities for me to love my children at a greater uh, you know, level and capacity because I understood what it was like to lose one. I understood that pain. I understood the guilt. I understood the feeling of failure that I felt. And um, if I could just be at all honest, it, it didn't feel good. It didn't feel good at all. And I wanted those kinds of pains to really, really end. Um, in parenting, in the, the process of parenting, There are times when you will really look at your children's progress as a birthing. Okay, they're coming into this new phase. And in this new phase, they are carrying something great. Oh my goodness, they are going to do this or they are going to do that. Oh, look what they did. They came through and it, oh my gosh. And it brings you to this heightened place of excitement, you are uh, 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 even a sense of pride comes back to you. May where maybe where at one point it was lost, but now you got it back. That birthing part it brings you so much joy because you can see 
the light at the end of the tunnel coming to flourishing. I mean, you can really see that. Oh, my goodness. We're coming through here. It's a birthing process. It's an opportunity. Where it's beauty for ashes, where it seemed like that thing was old and dead. Now it's got some life to it. Where it felt like maybe you were failing as a parent. Now you see that those lessons are actually coming in and they're being applied. They're applying those lessons to life and they're being successful in their efforts. The next portion is when, you know, you actually, um, you know, the baby's delivered. You have this baby and, um, for some of us, it may look different. Uh, I've had seven children. Five of them are still living. Two of them have gone on. And with my last living child, um, the fact that she came out dead, just, um, it took me somewhere and, um, it pulled on places, pieces and parts of me that I thought were dead. It pulled on, uh, those places of failure. It pulled on those places of depression. It pulled on those places of defeat. It pulled on those places of feeling like I was not enough. It pulled on those places of feeling inadequate, like I was not able to do anything right. I just couldn't seem to get it right. And as we, and when I say we, I mean the nurses, the, uh, you know, the, <laughs> my husband, my, um, one of my best friends and myself, when I say all of our hands rubbing on my daughter, praying for my daughter, you know, talking to her, come on, come on, you can do it. You can make it. Come on, come on, take that breath. Come on, you can do it. Come on, you can do it. And to hear her cry after all of that, it just brought me into a place of understanding that your pain can birth so much opportunity, opportunities that speak life, that speak to your faith, that speaks to the hope deferred that made your heart sick. To those painful, painful places that we don't like to talk about. In that pain, there's an opportunity for me to come through. There's an opportunity for me to talk about a blessing that came from that pain. It didn't feel good. Sometimes you want to push that all the way. Sometimes you want to act as if that thing doesn't even exist. But it was an opportunity. I asked God, I said, God, am I going to have to mourn my final baby girl? I had all these boys. I finally get a girl and you going, you going to do this to me. I've already lost God. I was in utter pain and I needed God to turn that around. And he did. Can I say that I was in utter pain with the other two miscarriages and they still were miscarriages. They still were stillbirths. They still ended up with no life there and left me in a place of defeat. 
but he still turned that around into an amazing, amazing testimony for my final baby. It was a place that I just, I can't explain exactly how it felt, but what I can say is that in those places of pain, especially when it's great pain, especially when it's that kind of pain that you're just like, I, I really don't see me coming through this. That's when he shows up because it was in those times that we were rubbing on her and encouraging her. And it seemed like it was taking all of our strength. And it seemed like, come on, I know that we're not going to have to hook you up to no machine. I know that we're not going to have to count you out. Have you ever had a child that you felt like you were going to have to count out? Have you ever felt like, I don't even know what your life is going to end up like because you just won't listen. You just won't take anything I'm saying into consideration. You won't be respectful. You won't, you know, you won't take me serious as a parent. And you're not even taking yourself serious. What is your life going to be like? It was in that rubbing and all of that pushing and all of that pumping and that all of that. That was a lot of adrenaline and I was tired. But all of that went away. I, I forgot about all of that when I heard the cries and I saw that there was still life there. It is the exact same in parenting, the exact same. There are some dead, dry places in parenting that make you literally want to walk away. But it is in those times right there that you got to remember that there's an opportunity. There's an opportunity to encourage. Number one, encourage yourself. Encourage you. You are a good parent. You are a good mother. You can get through it. You will get through it. No matter what it looks like, no matter how you're feeling, you will get through it. It is not the end. You've got to keep on going and you're going to see the amazing, amazing testimony in the end. It's not over. It's not over. You feel like giving up, but it's not over. There's still life at the end of that. After you get done encouraging yourself, get you a good strategy. Get you some scriptures, get you some inspirational quotes. Look at you some inspirational videos. Find what you got to find so that you can encourage your children or your child or your niece or your nephew. Whoever you've got to encourage, it's a time to do it. Sometimes you got to write those things out. Sometimes you might have to get in the mirror and actually start speaking those things out and just, you know, act it out as if you're talking to your child or your niece, your nephew, whoever it is that you've got to encourage. Sometimes you got to speak that thing out. And in the midst of speaking that out, you then gain the courage to be able to go up to them and have the right words to say in the right way to say it. So that you can encourage them to get out of that low, dry, dead place that they're in so that they can see past where they're at. So that they can get past where that they're at. So that they can get through that thing that they're going through. There are opportunities in the midst of our pain that we should not miss. We cannot afford to miss them. Those opportunities are going to be opportunities that not only will bless you, they are going to bless the person that you are meant to speak to. 
for us that are married, maybe you even might have to speak to your spouse and encourage him. So that he can encourage his, you know, your other children. It may just be a message just for your child, for your son, for your daughter. To get them out of the place that they're at. And in doing so, the beauty of it is even though you might not see the fruit immediately, when you see that fruit or even when you just gather the strength to do it, sometimes when you get the strength to do something and then you see that you've done it and oh my goodness, I did that very well. You can be proud of yourself and not beat yourself up anymore. Because there's no handbook for parenting. Not parenting your children. No. Nobody knows your children like you except for God. And he's guiding us through the process, understanding that there's going to be some hiccups along the way. We're not going to get it right all the time, but we're trying. Don't stop trying. I know sometimes it's easy to look at so-and-so's kids and say, well, they're like this. What did I do? What do I need to do? Don't compare yourself to anybody else. They don't have your children. Maybe they are a, a super bomb parent, but guess what? Inside of you was a super bomb parent too. Do not count you out. You have come this far for a reason. I don't care if the baby's a day old and you like, I, I can't, they just won't latch on. I'm not getting this stuff done right. It doesn't matter what point in the process you are. We already went from actually being pregnant to, oh my goodness, even trying to get pregnant. I don't even want to talk about that part, but I will for just a second. Because sometimes when you are hoping for life and you don't see any, nowhere in sight, it can be just as frustrating as when you have life and you don't see the life growing. I speak encouragement to you. Hold on just a little while longer. It's going to get better. Moms, it's going to get better. We are doing the best that we can. And if you know that there are some places that you need to improve, do it. No more excuses. Just do it. Write it down and then begin to make the project. Talk about it. Write it down. How can I progress? What do I need to do? with me so that I can get better. You can get better. This ain't it. Come on, somebody. You can do it. Now, listen, we talked about a lot. The main thing I want you to keep from this, a keep walk away with, with it from this is that there are opportunities in the midst of your pain. There's great opportunities. In the middle of every struggle, there's an opportunity to come out of the struggle on top. Even though it doesn't seem like it, there's always an opportunity. What are your opportunities in the middle of those dead places? How can you encourage yourself to keep on going and to keep on encouraging your children? Now more than ever, our children need us. How can we encourage ourselves to encourage them to get through it? I know sometimes it don't seem like they listening, but they're going to get it in the end. I encourage you to write it down. What is it that you need to do for you 
so that you can be encouraged. What are those steps? What do they look like? Next, find somebody that you can talk to, that you can share this with and remind them that in the middle of their pain, there are opportunities, opportunities to share your faith, opportunities to build your faith, opportunities to encourage somebody, even if it's just yourself. There are opportunities. The reason why we're sharing this is because we need people to look at their pain a little bit different. Because so many times our pain wants us to become a victim and not a victor. You've got the opportunity to be victorious in the middle of your pain. And I want to see you conquer this thing. I want to see you come out on top. That don't mean that you won't ever feel the pain. That don't mean that the thing didn't hurt you. That's not true. The reality is that sometimes it hurts you to your core and it makes you want to punch somebody in the face, mouth, ears, eyes, nose, throat, and whatever. But you've got an opportunity to be victorious and I want you to seize the day. Carpe diem. I want you to do it because you can. And then I want you to come back and I want you to tell me about it because it's all about us growing and growing together. I'm pretty sure I've taken enough of your time. You know, I don't do too many 20 minute messages unless it's uh, something really big or something that I really want to share. But I really just I really wanted to remind you, parents, us parents, us moms, that there are opportunities. Even while we're enduring the pains of parenting. All right, you all. Be blessed. I'm so proud of you. You have not given up. You're still going. I'm so excited for you. Keep going. Keep trying and keep getting better. Until next time, be blessed. This is Ty, the Family Made Mom.